Welcome to The Weekly, a podcast brought to you by Calvary Bible Church with your host, Jay Ewing, and a special guest today. We had him last week. We have him again this week, Perry Marshall. Hey, Jay. Hey, man. Last week, we talked about your education. (laughs) (laughs) Extensive, yeah. Extensively, yes. All right. Let's talk about yours. No. What? Let's talk about something else. Come on. How's your week going, man? Uh, my week is going well. Yeah, yeah. it's going well. So it's you've good. been preaching online quite a bit on in the campus of Boulder quite a bit. Yeah. You were in Erie this last week. Yeah. It's been a full summer for you, man. You've been on the docket a lot. Oh, it's been good. It's uh, Yeah, you know, obviously with Pastor Thomas out, there's more opportunities to go around. And it's just it's just good. It's It's fun. And always a privilege to be able to open God's word. And I heard you got to preach out here in Erie as well. Yeah, you know, that was a blast. I love I love being with the Erie folks. Yeah. And, you know, it's so cool. The summer series, the summer playlist series yeah. is really fun because we get to pick our favorite topics. That's right. You know, the, well, actually, we don't get to pick our favorite topics. Some of the most influential, I should say, right? Right. But I picked my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you preached out of the Song of Solomon, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Bible joke for Bible nerds. Hey, yeah, but, um, you know, it's really fun. It's really fun to be at Calvary. People are so generous, right? Oh, yeah. It's so fun to yeah. be with these people. So cool. Yeah. You know, I, I started preaching. This is this random. We didn't. 2004. I preached at a little church in Fontana, Kansas, Countryside Church, which was like, there was a dirt road to get to this church, okay? Nice. Sounds and like I was my a, hometown. I was like a Bible college kid who just did this on the weekends. Those faithful saints, there's about 30 of them. The The room could hold about 150, and I always wonder why there was that many chairs until I was at Christmas Eve service one year, and the thing was packed because everyone came oh, back wow. to the farm for Christmas, you know? yeah. yeah went to church Christmas Eve but uh 30 people usually suffered through some really really bad unbaked sermons mm. from Jay Ewing and Bible College <laughs> oh, that's a cool opportunity man yeah and they were so generous oh yeah. my gosh they were so generous with me so gracious to me they suffered some bad sermons <laughs> hey man that's, that's it's great though yeah what a gift what a gift to my own story okay yeah. anyways summer going well though it is. It is. Yeah, we've we've had a really good summer as a family and gotten to take a couple of uh, trips together, which is really fun. Yeah, for all the kids listening out there, do you know school's starting in like two and a half weeks, three weeks? <laughs> I just heard it. Everybody just turned this off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah. I don't blame them. It's coming up really soon. Yeah. Both yeah. of the people listening to this just turned it off. <laughs> They're like, I'm out. My summer's still going. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do on a, okay, let's say you have a free night of the week, which is really hard for your life stage yeah. schedule. Say you have a free night of the week. What does your family just love to do on a whim? Yeah, well, what we love to do and what we actually end up doing are sometimes <laughs> two different things. One of the coolest things about our situation, um, yeah. I'm not sure if I should even share this much, but um, we we live in a neighborhood that happens to have a, a swimming pool. Yeah. in the Like it's part of our HOA. Which is like, you know, I'm yeah, man, I'm, awesome. I'm living the good life. You I, are living the great life. This is the first world here, people. Yeah. Um, so what we really like to do is just walk the almost maybe 75, 80 yards down the road to where this pool is. 
My daughter's a lifeguard there. Oh, I mean, awesome. it's just, it's so fun. Just relax. So yeah. that's great. How about you? Yeah. You know what? That is my love language in the summer is swimming and water. So if I'm by a pool or a lake, yeah. I am the happiest camper yeah. in the world. Uh, you know what? I really love making um, sonic runs post-dinner. Oh, you know, yeah, the, we've like, done that before. the slushies and the ice creams and just the summer night, the cool summer nights in Colorado are fun. Yes. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't get better. Yeah, it does uh, Colorado better. summer evening. Ooh. Yeah, and that's, they're wonderful. I grew up in Amarillo, Texas, and we were actually right on the edge of the central time zone. Yeah. So the sun went down like at 920, 925 Ooh. in the middle of the summer for a kid. When your parents say you have to be home when the street lights turn on, that was great. Uh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> so I love summer nights. I still do. I think of them fondly even now. Yeah. Oh, I do yeah. too. And unless you're trying to put down kids, <laughs> it's still playing yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah, and You're yeah. like, oh my goodness, what is this going to Right. Yeah. So I love summer. I hope you love summer too. Hey, Calvary, we want to let you know some things happening here at Calvary. We want to go to calvarybob.com slash events. For all the happenings of this, actually, as the fall kicks off, we do not want you to miss out on getting connected, being known, knowing others. We want you to be in these things called life groups, men's studies, women's mm-hmm. studies. We want your kids connected. Our desire is for your student to get connected. And you don't want to miss out. So go to calvarybible.com slash events to all the things happening on your perspective campus. Okay, back to the show. Which starts now. <laughs> you like how I do that? Yeah, I like that. That was seamless. Well, Zach and Thomas aren't here to carry the weight of this show. So <laughs> it's me and my guest today, Perry Marshall. Ooh. Hey, so we're talking this we've been talking about shaping values all summer long. Now we're moving into our vision, which is make disciples, empower leaders, and multiply churches. And we're gonna take week three weeks to talk about this. I think this is this is Awesome. I can't wait. I'm so excited for today and the weeks ahead. When we talk about make disciples, which is the first vision statement at Calvary, a disciple is a follower of Jesus who is growing in love for God and love for others, a.k.a. that matches up to our mission statement. Mm-hmm. And making disciples around here, I can only think, we talked about this last week in the last show, but the 133 years of people making disciples around here. Yeah. Like, if you don't know about the history of Calvary, you need to go to calvarybible.com slash history because there's a great little video, there's a great timeline of what God has been up to long before I've been here, which is only six years, and long before Perry, which is three years, long before Tom was here, or anyone you know on staff, maybe be, except Dan Hauser. He's been here a long time <laughs> <laughs> Doug Palmer or Doug Palmer, Tony Owens, yeah, or yeah. the Owens clan. Yeah. yeah. But make disciples has been something Calvary has been doing for 133 years. How crazy is that to think about? Yeah, it is amazing to think about just that there would be a community in our community who's done this for so long. And, you know, there are untold stories, literally, you know, that we have no clue about, but that None. have you know, made a kingdom-sized dent in our world. And it's just a beautiful thing. I mean, that's that's just something that gets me excited when I think about going to be with the Lord someday where, yeah. you know, the curtain is pulled back and you start to see the impact that you were just one small drop in the whole, 
equation, yeah. but you start to see all of the other pieces of that equation. And it's just, it's a beautiful um, possibility just to think of it and um, the grand size of what God has been doing generation after generation after generation. So true. You know, and you know, I sometimes worship here on, on Sunday mornings and I, I daydream when I'm worshiping and I think of other things. And I usually think about how many people have been at Calvary Bible Church doing what I've been doing. Yeah. And, you know, that's 1889, 17th and Spruce. Like, yeah, that's so long, right? That right. is so long. And it just, re- it, those things, history keeps me going. Like, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, someone faithful before me keeps me going to be faithful now. Right. Yeah. And we talk about make disciples. We have some mechanisms around here to help do that, right? Mm-hmm. When we talk about disciples, we... We want every group at Calvary to be a biblical community on mission. Now, Perry and I talk a lot about this because of our departments of adult ministries and community life, but this is a really important mechanism for us on making disciples. So walk through someone at Calvary who's never heard this, what we call biblical communities on mission. Yeah, so when we think about it, you know, it's it's a framework that helps us kind of compare what we're doing with what we want to be doing. So it's like a, a check that we can, can, continu- can continuously go back to and say, are we hitting the mark in each of these areas? So we want to be communities of people. It's probably easiest to start there, even yeah. though the word biblical is first. But uh, we want to be communities of people um, who, you know, just like that word sounds like, who gather together on a, on a intentional, regular basis that are formed around God's word, God's word. So we're biblical in the sense that um, we reflect as a community, what God's word teaches and what it upholds as the standard for us. But also we as communities look to God's word continuously as our guide, as our authority for who we are as God's people. And that we have a purpose to love each other, serve each other, but the mission piece of that also is expanded in outward facing too, so that it's not only about us, but we're also looking for how, how can we proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light? How can we do that together? Right. That's that mission piece. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, when I think about biblical communism mission, I think about all the groups I've been a part of all of the years. And sometimes they're like Bible clubs, just talk about the Bible and they miss the community and they miss the mission. They become holy huddles as we call. Sometimes communities can be our friend group that just make sure our friend group is good. Insider, totally focus on each other. Sometimes mission is like we just become the latest trend of whatever urgency there is in the world, right? But biblical community on mission really helps us focus on you know what? We have a purpose here and it's three prong and it's, they, they sort of symbiotically talk to each other and keep each other accountable to something bigger. And that is to make disciples. Right. Yeah. And you know, we have different forms for people to engage in. We've already mentioned that whether it's life groups, a men's group, a women's group. Um, Of course, that's only part of it. We have in Boulder, especially because of our um, floor space, we're able to have classes, Um, And, you know, each one of those forms of community have their own strengths 
and things that are maybe um, something that require a little more intentionality as we think about biblical communities on mission. You know, it's really easy for a class to focus on the content of God's word. It's less easy and natural to focus on that mission piece, for example. Um, it's easier for a life group oftentimes to focus on the community piece. You can be really strong in community. It maybe takes a little more intentionality to dig in well to God's word. Um, but regardless of what we're plugged into, we think that the biblical communities on mission framework is something that we can continuously come back to as our guide and say, okay, how are we doing in each of these areas? You know, we encourage our groups every, um, after every kind of cycle, whether in the fall or the spring to evaluate themselves against that framework. Yeah, totally. And we have mechanisms for that, but yes, I think that's really important. And you know, it comes out of Matthew 28, the great commission from Jesus himself to his disciples go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. I think the uh, NIV says obey, right? The yeah, NIV, one of them so. says obey instead of observe. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Yeah, and you know that's that's my NIV ESV blending maybe uh-huh. because I was an NIV kid and now I'm an ESV man Uh (laughs) but they're they're blended sometimes but you know i think that this is not something we're making up here at calvary right this is make when we say make disciples we're just living out trying our best to live out the great commission of jesus yeah amen and we see it carried out then in the pages of scripture after matthew 28 um we see it carried out, especially in the book of Acts, you know, Luke gives us a unique perspective and insight into the early church. And one of the passages that we tend to come back to here at Calvary, especially when we're talking about biblical communities on mission is Acts 2, starting in verse 42, where it talks about the apostles, how they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles, All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. You know, there we see a lot of those markers here, especially in verse 42, that very first verse I read. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, fellowship, the breaking of bread into prayer. We see those yeah. biblical community on mission. No piece. doubt. No doubt. You know, a really practical level for those who are listening today, we're so thankful first that you're listening on a summer day, but a second, I would say, you know, think about what group you're in. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're connected at Calvary. How is your group biblical? How is it community? How is it on mission? Right. And, you know, this is a really good thing for all of us to do with our groups. How can we get better at the ones we're lacking? Right. How can we grow in faithfulness towards the ones that we feel like called God by God to do, to grow, you know, because this is not a perfect system. Not every group here at Calvary, except Jay's life group is perfect. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Even the, the crazy thing is I think about this a lot, a lot, but even the disciples of Jesus weren't perfect. One betrayed him. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? Like it's just, yeah. so there's no perfect group. So your group might be a more biblical focus. Your might group might be more community, bite me on mission, but how can we be growing in the other two? Yeah. You know, how can we be growing in our 
shortcomings as right. groups. Yeah, and just in case it's not clear to you, um, with biblical communities on mission, we believe that those are marks that help create the kind of environments where disciples can grow. That's where well we can said. continue oh, yes. to grow um, and flourish together as a community of people. Um, it's not necessarily everything there is to being a disciple, but we believe that as we're in community, these kinds of communities with other people, they help set us up to follow Jesus more faithfully. So that's that's the point of it. We we are very concerned about um, the kind of communities that we are forming here at Calvary because that's just a part of who we are. That's the core of who we are. And so we we believe that being in um, a strong community that's focused around God's word, that's committed to living out the gospel in front of other people, that those are the kinds of things, the kinds of practices and commitments that help us be more faithful as disciples of Jesus. No doubt, no doubt. And you know, everything at Calvary is specifically always in the threshold, is this making disciples? So we talk about Sunday service. Are we making disciples? Right. We talk about, are you on the welcoming? Are you making disciples? You know, like we're just always thinking, how can we become better disciples? And no matter what we do here at Calvary. Yeah. It's a team game. It's, it's a team a, game. It is not a, an isolated thing that we do um, just one-on-one, even though one-on-one conversations and interactions can be a piece of it. But overall, and we're doing this together as a team. Yeah. We can't do it alone. We cannot do it alone. Neither did Jesus and his friends and Neither should we. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Perry. Yeah. Like, I think this is a great conversation and we'd love to hear from you what you think when we talk about biblical communities on mission, what it is that you see are really great things to do when we talk about make disciples. You know, I think of resources too. Like, Perry, what do you, what would you say to someone who looking for this resources for like learning how to become a better disciple, learning how to shape a community of disciples I know we haven't talked about this and you're off the cuff, but yeah, well, I think, I think we've developed some really good resources for that. Um, even internally here at Calvary, I think base camp is a good, is a good resource, um, on what it means to be a disciple. Um, there are a number of books, book recommendations that we could make, you know, off in conversations with people, um, one-on-one. If, um, you have questions, we would, um, love to help, um, help you discover what that might look like for you. But really, um, it's not as much about the curriculum as it is more about just getting in a community mm. of people. That's where you're really going to discover what it means to be a disciple. Oh, I couldn't say that better myself. That is awesome. And a great plug for us. If you want to get connected here at Calvary, you just should go yeah. to calvarybible.com slash events or even bible.com slash life groups. Find out how to get plugged into men's, women's, how to get really connected to grow and becoming a disciple. What do you think, Perry? That's good. All right, let's enjoy our summer. We only got a few more weeks. Oof. What's your favorite summer song as we leave today? Do you have a favorite? This one right here. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. How about you? You know what? I love anything that Garth Brooks <laughs> or Bruce Springsteen. Oh, man. That's like my summer soundtracks. Okay. You know? All right. Anything that you can listen to with the windows rolled down on a cool Colorado evening. There you go. Hey, Calvary, we love you. Talk to you very soon. Reach out to us here at theweekly at calvarybible.com. Seriously, we love to reach and talk to you about anything when it concerns when making disciples. And Perry, thanks for your two weeks here in the booth. You bet. I'll send you the bill. 
Thanks. And I will bill it to Thomas Milburn. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Calvary. Calvary.